0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome! Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, season two finale. Yahoo! Yahoo! On our podcast here on this beautiful little space we share together, we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. I do have red lipstick on today. We love our red lipstick. Uh, it's. I our am wearing weapon.
1: Um, Chelsea Chelsea Girl by Nars. Mm. It's rather nude. I do love it Looks a good, good with a tan. I, yeah, I don't have one of those. <laughs> I'm currently only wearing
0: sun hats over my face. My face is not allowed to get any sun per, per it's my hair <laughs> Free bronzer. <laughs> I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, and I am joined by my co-host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. And like it or not, we have now been the hosts of this podcast for two full seasons. No,
1: so, sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> for all of COVID, we've been your hosts for Basically, all of COVID. Yes, yes, that I think was COVID hit like four days later.
0: Yep. Hey, surprise! Great timing, great timing. We've always managed to really hit it out of the park, haven't we?
1: Yes. Yep. Timing is everything.
0: <laughs> well, today's episode is brought to you by our beloved Jovial Foods. Now, I know a lot of you want to try this flower and there is good news. And that is that they just wrapped up the 2020 einkorn harvest, which means a lot of flour is coming your way. Heck yeah. I know. Stock it up. Jovial Foods is a company that supplies us homemakers with beautiful foodstuffs for our pantries. So whether it's baking flours or canned beans, olive oil, crackers, cookies, pastas, all kinds of beautiful things. So this is a company we want you to try out, specifically try out their einkorn flour. You guys have heard us talk about this a lot. This is a high protein and weak gluten flour. So a lot of people who have problems digesting gluten can really digest einkorn well because their body can break it down so easy. And you pair that with a good sourdough starter and Bada bing, bada boom, as they say. Mm-hmm. So head on over to jovialfoods.com, get their free shipping, let them know that we sent you, and get your pantry stocked with all of their beautiful foods.
1: What is your most mm. uh, recent baked good, Shay Elliott? Mm, I made blueberry
0: lavender scones yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah.
1: I made scones the other day. Aiden, so we... Uh, tapping the trees is a really big deal here. Yes. Um, Along with being an orchard country, we tap the maple trees. So Aiden's friend came over and he brought me a quart of maple syrup (gasps) that he and his dad did. He's like, here, Mrs. Reed. It might as well have been like a brick of gold. That's amazing. I was so touched. Uh, His other friend gave me a birthday card two weeks ago and then the other friend brought me the syrup. So Apparently, Mm. I'm in good standing with the young gentleman coming in and out of the Mm. house. But I opened it the next day. This syrup smells like a campfire. Oh, they they smoke it or they do whatever in this little shed. And it's infused with this smoky. It smells absolutely fabulous, like nothing I've ever had. And so I made maple and thyme scones the other day. Scones.
0: Scones. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. that sounds fabulous. That sounds like something you would really enjoy. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't send you a birthday card, did I? But tell them what I did send you.
1: <laughs> First of all, I wish I would have video. You know, my girls, you guys, my girls are so snarky with Shay. It's <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> Shay made a certain change with her appearance the other day. I don't know if you've revealed that on social media. So, no. I Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. You have. Okay. So she toned down the platinum. She went a little bit more natural blonde. And Lee had my phone in the truck when you were texting me about it. And uh, you said, you're going to go more natural. And Mm -hmm. Lee goes, boring. (laughs) (laughs) Should I go, you can say that? She goes, should I say it's from me, though? So (laughs) that's her response. So when the box came, when the birthday box from Miss Elliot came, (laughs) it was... um, Hysterical because it was, like, wrapped in, like, black electric tape and, like, this box was just falling apart. <laughs> You're <laughs> they, welcome. They go, does she do Azure, too? I'm like, yeah. They're like, this is such an Azure grocery box. Yeah. They're like, what is this tape? It's Way duct to tape. wrap it, Mrs. Elliot. tape. I couldn't find anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like black gorilla tape. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. to see, like... You know, that a nine year old's like, wow. And then I opened it and there's the rubber bands for the calf castration had like spilled everywhere. They're like, sure. She sent you 10,000 pinky rubber bands, mom, Uh for your birthday. Happy birthday. Uh But then we got to the good stuff and Shay sent me a beautiful braid, rather substantial in size of shallots Mm -hmm. because she loves me. And I forgot to plant shallot this year. Yes. And some rosemary cuttings, yes. From her hardy rosemary, yes. And some colossal garlic, garlic. I know, which is I know no not of and garlic. I think I've used every day sat- since the box arrived. You. I'm not really rationing the garlic. <laughs> I didn't think you would <laughs> give me all the garlic. I didn't think
0: you would, but yes, I I would only share a whole shallot braid with somebody that I really really loved.
1: Well, I saw them hanging on your wall in that picture, and I thought she better send me one of those. <laughs> She better take pity on my shallotless butt and send me some. <laughs> I did. I did. You played the puppy puppy dog eyes very well. Oh, yes. oh. Shallots make me happy. Yes, they do. Braided hanging they kind things. Of, they actually they're like herbs. They inspire me to want to do something. Mm-hmm. To like to take action at my stove. Like at my oven. Mm-hmm. They make me want to try something. Make me want to do something.
0: Although I wish, mm-hmm. if I had one superpower, it would be I could snap my fingers and. The garlic would be peeled, the onions would be peeled and the shallots would be peeled because especially during the winter when you're cooking with a lot of those things, I feel like mm-hmm. I spend 40 percent of my time in the kitchen just peeling the little papery, sticky stuff off of shallots. It makes me crazy.
1: I don't like doing the shallots. The garlic doesn't bother me so much. Like you like you said, unless there's a ton and you're just a sticky mess. Yeah. Um. The cooking school is closed this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Thanks, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh. But. Last year in one of the drawers, I found this little round rubber thing and I'm happy just to use my knife to with the heel of my hand and smash it or whatever. But this little rubber thing, you just put the garlic in there and go on the table like twice Mm -hmm. and the peels just come off Mm. and you don't have to get sticky. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of like I'd have to see it.
0: You know me, I'm not a gadget person.
1: I know you're not a gadget person, but
0: sticky garlic. Is. I, went, I went to my mom's the other day and she had made us dinner and there was this plate of vegetables and she, she was like, Hey, did you see what I cut the cucumbers with? And she had used that little crinkly cucumber cutter thing that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. You know, it's like a knife, but it makes the waves in the cucumbers. Right. And she's like, <laughs> so you're it's welcome." like, a corrugated, you like, yeah, corrugated exactly. cucumbers. You <laughs> like my gadget now, sucker. Now that I'm making you dinner. <laughs> Well, I have a little fun tip for our listeners today, and this is one that they may know, but I'm going to share some of my favorites with you. So we're bringing you a little quick tip in every episode for your house to benefit whatever we want to talk about. Today, it's about your house, about setting the mood with music. I don't know about you, but Mondays through Wednesdays for me are a little bit more by the book. And then Thursdays, (laughs) like all bets are off. Thursday to Sunday, it's like whatever. And this, so the music tends to really change around Thursday. Mm -hmm. So my current faves, and especially for the weekend or if you're having people over for dinner and I'll put, we'll spell these in the show notes. I know they're a little tricky, but Django Reinhardt is amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. And you guys will love him. He sets that music, particularly like Django Reinhardt Unchained, let's say that sets the tone in my house faster than almost any other music it's perfect. Melody Garrett is another one. If you like a little, you know, sultry, jazzy sort of singing. And then mm-hmm. of course, my beloved Ray Montaigne has a new album out that is phenomenal. I can't think of what it's called, which is lame. I can look it up real fast.
1: That's okay. I'll put them all in the in the yes, show notes. Yes, do. Um,
0: there are some really great ones. Monovision, that's what his is called, the new one. Um, so yeah, when people are sour, when things just aren't quite right, We need to shift to the energy, to the music we go.
1: Blast Uh, it. Yeah. (laughs) Got to keep the speaker charged. Yes. Yes. There's my contribution. Yep. Keep the speaker charged. But every time I turn on the music and I'm like, yeah, pour the wine. I'm going to make dinner. I'm feeling all the feels. That's when like the kids start filing in and asking me questions. Yep. And I'm terrible. I'm like, could you just please not interrupt my brainage? I'm having a moment here. Mom's I'm having a moment. i trying to have a freaking
0: moment here. <laughs> I've got some Bordeaux. I've got some Django. I need you to go go, go. talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. Well, we had a really, a really early morning here. Um, And then, of course, we were recording this morning. So I did something which I haven't done in years. And that's I took my kids into town and we went through a drive through and got breakfast sandwiches like and for us that's like not a quick thing to do because we're like 20 minutes from town but I was like everybody in the car went and got breakfast sandwiches, and I told him like now this gives me a free pass for the rest of the day you do realize that like I'm now the best mom ever right. for the rest of the day so I'm gonna ride that as long as I can <laughs>
1: Go find what apples are left in the cellar and mm-hmm. I'll see you at
0: dinner. Exactly. You can grab some cherry mm-hmm. tomatoes on your way out.
1: All right. My kids just rode their bikes to the farm stand. Oh, fun. They, I mean, we have like a ton of produce, but they love to ride their bikes to the farm stand and pillage mm-hmm. it. So,
0: love a good farm stand. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we?
1: We shall. Cue the wine. Cue the music. wine music. Today's What We're Sipping segment is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. Dry Farm Wines is an online wine subscription that pairs organic, biodynamic, naturally yeasted, low sugar, low alcohol wines from all over the world with you and I. Mm-hmm. As Dry Farm customers, we get to share in their love for organic, naturally, and traditionally made wines. Shay, it's it's happened. I'm pretty much ninety nine point nine 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 percent converted. Mm-hmm. It took a couple months, yep. took a little palette change because I do love wine. Mm-hmm. Just say it, But yep. I the difference is so substantial. And um, I really didn't even realize that I was feeling poorly. Like I would mm-hmm. not have said, oh, I feel bad after drinking conventional wine because I'm not you know, I wasn't buying whatever goats do roam or whatever at the grocery store. But there is a difference. Yeah. And I'm so enjoying it. Um, so I have a bottle here. You're supposed to ask me what I'm sipping. Oh, yes. What are you I'm sipping, Miss Angela? <laughs> this is a, a Blau Franquiche Blau Franquise Reserve mm-hmm. by Johann. Oh, I've had yeah. that one. This one. Yeah. This one? Yeah. Yeah. It's a red, Austrian. Um, really good. I
0: love Austrian wines. I didn't realize how much I enjoyed them until dry farms.
1: I'm actually really intrigued at how many um, Austrian wines they have, mm-hmm. considering that it's challenging for them to find people that farm this way. Right. Austria has got it going on. Yep, Austria does have mm-hmm. it going on.
0: Go Austria! Well, delicious. Uh, what are you going to be eating with it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, just have the wine for now. It's fine.
1: I'm just going to have the wine. You should probably eat something, though. It, it is Thursday, so don't forget that part. It's not, it's not the Monday through it Wednesday, is Thursday. But, you know. That's
0: right. That's right. Well, if you would like to check out Dry Farm Wines, just go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic. And there you can try a subscription for three, six, or 12 bottles a month delivered to your door. And you get a free bottle for being a Homemaker Chic listener. They're going to throw one in for a penny Cause they can't legally give it to you for free. So you'll pay a penny and you get a bottle of wine extra on your first order. And
1: that's a, that's a good deal. Trust me. I was just going to say, want that friends. <laughs> that is a really big deal. <laughs> so just it try three bottles, yeah. try six, try three, get four, try six, get seven, <laughs> try 12, get a baker's dozen. And if Let's you don't do like
0: it, send it to me. So, right. Please. I'll fight you for it. That's right. Um, Okay. Glasses are full. Hearts are full. Season two session folders are full. And uh, here we are wrapping up as we were thinking about um, wrapping up season two and getting ready to take our little break um, before season three. I was thinking back on this season and how much we've learned (laughs) in podcasting so far. Uh, Many things that people really love to hear about, things that we should shut up about, (laughs) which is probably most things.
1: I have an Um, idea. Just find a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, What have have we talked about this
0: season? I mean, first season, it was just literally we started it two weeks before COVID. So the world just fell out from underneath us. We started season two with our interview with Jennifer Scott, which is one Mm -hmm. of our most listened to episodes ever.
1: Yes, it is. Which is fabulous. And the theme for season two was um, better, not more. Right. There's a tractor in the background. Sorry about that. A tractor and an airplane. Perfect. Wonderful. Stuff recording dreams are made of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so to have Jennifer on to kick that off was, was perfect because Mm -hmm. she's such a class act and. She, her articulation, I know. the way she articulates, she's so class. Convictions, she's so classy. We should be more it's like brilliant. her.
0: We're like the trashy version of Jennifer.
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> we were when
0: we were driving into said coffee stand to get said breakfast sandwiches this morning. We had our serious XM on, and a mm-hmm. pop song from like 2004 came on. It was like this kind of rapish song. And I wrapped the whole thing was for Stuart. Was it rapish? Shay. It was rapish. <laughs> <laughs> it was this song called "Cupid's Chokehold" by Gym Class Heroes. So it's not like super fast rap, you know. Anyway, I wrapped the it's whole just thing rap-ish. for Stuart, and Great. I was like, "Listen, I know that they don't seem like very valuable skills, but sometime in my life, I'm <laughs> convinced they're going to come in Shh. handy."
1: She's gonna hit open mic night. Watch out. And I'm gonna crush it. She's gonna freestyle. <laughs> I don't know
0: how to conjugate Latin verbs, but I do know the lyrics to every rap song written between ninety-five and two thousand and five. So there's Oh that. my
1: gosh, you are so funny. trashy. Oh trashy.
0: Yeah, funny. Yep, yeah, that too.
1: <laughs> well, after we had Jennifer, we did an episode I really enjoyed. Doing Rental chic. I thought that was yes. a ton of fun. Yes. Where we unpacked just our ideas and our experience on being uh, someone who rented their home mm-hmm. and how to make it, you know, still expressing um, ourselves in mm-hmm. the design and the atmosphere of that home. Mm-hmm. I love that one. That was a good
0: one. Uh, listeners, tap tap you out there. Um, can you let us know if you guys would like to hear more about home design? I feel like it's a hard thing in some ways to podcast about, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're talking about colors and textures and this is a auditory, right? Like expression of those ideas, which is a little tricky. Um, But obviously Angela and I both have a deep love for the aesthetics of our home. And so I would love to hear from our listeners if that's something that they want us to sort of pick up and march on with in season three.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, But tell Angela, because I I am not going to read the comments. (laughs) Another major thing we sort of had to like tackle in this season is homeschooling. So we were really big when we started. We're like, we're not telling people what curriculum to use. We're not going to tell people how we do it because it's such a personal thing. But-
1: we also I think that even in the first episode, we're like, we don't want to be like a homeschool podcast. Right. And then four days later, COVID, and people are like, please talk about homeschooling. Yes. What is it that I'm
0: doing again? So we started that off with kind of doing that uh, summer school, as it were, like, what did we call it? Uh, covert summer school.
1: Schools out for summer or something yeah, like that. Or, of just yeah. like
0: kids being kids and um, mm-hmm. learning and exploring and Breaking this mold of an idea that learning has to be done in a classroom, right? Or that it needs to be mm-hmm. done by a teacher. And, um, you know, it was funny. We had, we got up so early this morning because we had a photographer come to take pictures for the new website <laughs> and <laughs> hello. <laughs> Newer. Newer website, a real right. proper one. Um, But she's found herself in this position where she had four kids in school and now They're not going back to school. And she said, I just need you to, like, reassure me that they're going to be fine. You know, they're going to be okay. Like they'll learn just from living life. And yes, Mm -hmm. if you take something away from the season, yes, your kids are going to be just fine. For the love of
1: God. Yes. Hey, come on. Do you remember that? Like everything I needed to know, I learned in kindergarten like that postcard. It's like right up there with like, it's like a poster rather. It's like right up there with footprints in the sand or whatever. You see it at gift shops. That's it right there. Mm -hmm. Come on. I talked to someone yesterday, uh, a business owner in town, and she was laughing because she's decided to homeschool. And she said, I'm going to get in trouble with the school district because I've converted four families and I got another one on the line right now. Mm. And you have to understand, we have an extremely like K through high school, five hundred students, mm-hmm. and so already I can name nine families that are pulling out. Gosh, that yeah. is a big deal. It's a big deal. So I don't. Yeah, they'll be okay. It's gonna. They, it's gonna be interesting. Be okay. Shakedown when it all. We talked to it, so we, we did the schools out for summer, yep. and then more recently we did uh, another homeschool. So you a home episode, which I got some feedback on. Like, thank you oh, feedback. Good. Great. Yep. And, it, you know, I think the the main crux of that episode was what you and I talk about all the time, you know, not recreating the classroom, just constantly breaking through that mental yeah wall, that mental block, rather, that it needs to mimic a conventional classroom. Mm-hmm.
0: And you guys, you have to remember, if especially if you're like me and you're coming from a public school background, there's a lot of layers there. You got to be. Uh, committed to peeling back like you're constantly fighting that piece of you that's like but that's not the way school works (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean it's a slow process so again be patient with
1: yourselves I think it's constant I think the the homeschool mom's mindset is just an ongoing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's an ongoing battle Mm -hmm. like you know it's like everything else like I say you're not going to I don't think you're going to arrive maybe if you're Super cool. I'm not not going going to. to. (laughs) There's no arriving for Angela.
0: Definitely not. (laughs) Oh, homeschool. Homeschool is a fun one. Um, We talked also about the pursuit of less. And I feel like this could be just the theme of our podcast. And we could just talk about this every episode. Because I feel like this is the reminder that women need almost more than, hey, your work is valuable also.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Pursue less. I mean, that was a big episode for this season.
1: People, I got a uh, a text message, a like thank you mm. text message from that one. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
0: gosh, I'm I'm feeling this the pinch of this philosophy in so many different parts of my life right now. Homeschooling definitely being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, travel is another one. So Angela and I were originally supposed to get pictures taken for the website together in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And you know, COVID had different ideas. Washington is getting a little hairy with some stuff, you know, like I even went to go get my retainer fixed for my teeth the other day and the nurse was like you can't like I need to take your temperature and I need to know if you've been out of the state in the last 2 weeks because if you have, you can't come in. Um so it's It's getting strange. And, you know, we sort of like season one, even I didn't I don't think we saw exactly where this was going, but we're facing a reality now where travel might not be a possibility for our family and certain decisions that we are choosing to make about things. Um, Mm -hmm. So there could very much be a real possibility in our future that, you know, like travel to Europe, let's say, is not going to be a possibility for us in a way I grieve this and in a way I'm like, you know what? Like Laura, she didn't go through life thinking, man, someday I really want to, you know, go see all these, all these vast places. Cause travel was just so cumbersome and expensive mm-hmm. and hard and lengthy. And when I didn't realize how deep that thought process ran where just because you can, you feel like you should. Mm -hmm. Is that making any sense? And now it's almost like this weight of just, you know, if that's not even a possibility. Oh, okay. well, that's just a weight off my shoulders in some ways. Right. Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I have not gone as far as travel goes. I haven't gone there all the way in my mind because when I do, I feel sad. I feel grief because there are things I want my kids to see and things I want to see. But at the same time, there's I I have a surge of like very pragmatic feelings like, okay, this is life and people have handled Mm -hmm. worse than not Mm -hmm. being able to go back to Paris. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. yeah, it's torn. It's a it's torn. Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. But um, Mm -hmm. sometimes you can't choose less. Sometimes you can, you know, so (laughs) um, in something like travel, let's say. Right. We might not be choosing for that to be less, but that might be the way that it is. Mm -hmm. And finding contentment in that and finding contentment in choosing those times of less as well. You know, we've we've heard from a lot of families who through this time, you know, without with sports being canceled and extracurricular and no swim team or karate or all these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. That less is actually much more for their family, which is a beautiful thing to celebrate. And I love that. And I think that that that's why that episode, you know, it resonated with people Um, because people are heavy with everything. So that was a fun one to see uh, people really react to well. Mm -hmm.
1: We had uh, we had a little bit a few lighter episodes. We talked about books that impacted our homemaking Mm -hmm. and we talked about farm fashion. So those Uh, were two really fun. I think the books one was a big hit. The feedback was like, please do that again. Mm-hmm. Please like pick more categories. So okay. Shay and I, in that episode, we chose books that have just impacted our skills mm-hmm. in the home, like things that inspired us to want to be better homemakers, um, whether it was in the kitchen or in the garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll do like that. that we'll do that
0: one again. Yeah. You did like that one.
1: I did. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Actually, you know why? I felt like it was like a trip down memory lane because and 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 actually an excuse to share. You know, a lot of times with books, they're trendy. Oh, yeah. Books are trendy. And so when it comes like even on this show, if we what are we going to like? interview somebody that wrote a book 25 years ago that we're really enjoying, you know, even for when you (laughs) interview authors, it's typically like the latest, hottest book and they're on a book tour and they're doing promo. So it felt like permission to just dig out our favorites Mm -hmm. and share them with people. Mm -hmm. I liked that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that was a fun one. I like the idea Mm -hmm. of doing categories because there are a lot that have impacted us. Um, that, That episode went really fast.
1: So, it did go really fast. Like, I mean, I'd love to do. You know me; time. I would love to do one on fashion books that have inspired oh, gosh. me. Can we talk about I fashion for a sec? Can I?
0: Sure. The other day, I wrote this on my blog.
1: But, well, I'm wearing a 30 year old Chicago Bears jersey that yes. was my uncle's. Yes. yes. Let's talk about. Let's fashion. talk about
0: fashion. <laughs> um, I called you the other day, and because you were getting an F during this current period of time for response. <laughs> Um, I made Stuart sit down and I was like, listen, Angela's not answering her phone. So I need you to listen to me right now. And I know that this is going to be the most uninteresting, unimportant conversation that you've ever had in your life, but (laughs) you need to, you need to listen and help me out here. And this is my husband, you guys, he sat there and he listened to me squabble on and on about fashion and hair and clothes and Outlander and <laughs> YouTubers, oh and like gosh. on and on for an hour. And then he gave me like his solid, Stuart wise advice. And I just fell in love with him all the more. Bless him. Like, but he was great and he helped me solve it. Hence the hair. We all handle stress differently, by the way. Some no. of us have a fashion crisis. Yes. When there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Uh, funny thing, though, I did talk to my hairdresser and she said she's been hearing rumblings about Washington going on lockdown again, kind of like California did. And uh, I just thought, you know what? I did not enjoy that grow out process at the beginning of COVID. <laughs> and I don't really want to do that again. Yeah. So uh, there's no more no more color. We are. A Natural as they say. And that's it. Do they? We're going to just see what happens. Yep. But it feels good. It feels good. You know, it wasn't the theme of season two, but something we talked about a lot is knowing thyself. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me that I didn't know if I had gray hairs. Oh my goodness. It did. Because I, like, I wanted okay. to be able to be an old woman and tell my grandchildren like, oh, you know, I was 37 when I started to go gray or whatever or I don't know it just bugged me I was like H- how can I not know that about myself so you'll let us know I don't I asked she could tell she could tell well I had grown it out like two inches oh and um so she could she wanted me to grow it out so she could really try well, to what get what are the you like
1: 28 <laughs> of course you don't have gray hair <laughs> give me a break I'm
0: 34 I think um, oh. Yeah, I'm 34. So, that's something. Anyway, no gray hair. Okay. But it feels good. Farm fashion's getting online. Summer clothes are about ready to be thrown away. <laughs> Putrid threadbare Ugh. summer clothes. No good. No good. Oh, I did get my delivery of clothes that we've been talking about all season. Oh, good. Do you want to see? Yes.
1: Yeah, so this is the the stash that you ordered, handmade. Is that what you have on? Oh, that's really cute. Mm-hmm. That's super feminine. Yes, I would look like a big dork in that. Why? You look beautiful. Thank you. Because it's I just couldn't do that.
0: It is. It's a very feminine dress. It's long linen. So this is the one I was telling you guys I was going to get from Cotton Candy Wear, okay the Etsy store, and I waited for. I don't know, three months, I think, for it to come. Um, and it's beautiful. It's lined. And it's like when you walk upstairs, you want to lift it up, you know, and it just is. How long is sexy. it? Um, How long is it? This is like to my mid calf. This is okay. the longer one. And it's then I've really got one pretty. that's right below the knees. Um, it is quite pretty. It's very traditional it's very and old fashioned. Uh-huh. And so I've been solely playing with pairing it with a little bit more modern hair. Or jewelry uh-huh. or such, so that it doesn't feel too, you know, yeah. museum-y.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's let me see the the wrist. Let me see it, the cuff on the wrist. No, it goes to the three quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how I like feel. Like a about real working
0: woman sleeve.
1: Yep, <laughs> I don't got time. The three quarter sleeve. I'm telling you, there are things I believe in, mm-hmm. and a three quarter sleeve is one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't really see any need for a sleeve that comes all the way to the wrist. I just roll woman, them
0: up anyway. Quite frankly. Right. I just end up rolling right? them up. Unless it's a cocktail, like long sleeve cocktail dress and you're planning mm-hmm. on doing no work for that day. You know? What is that? Work? No work? I don't know. What is planning on doing no work? I don't know. It just sounded fun. <laughs> no, it sounded fabulous. Uh, I'm like totally uh, geeking out over this though. Um, so I... I don't know. It, it's fun to just allow yourself creative places to explore. So I'm doing that right now with fashion. I'm just like having fun with it, getting ready to stock everybody up with new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. When you want to do something like that, where do you go? Cool. Do you go to your books, like your fashion books? Like I know you've got some from like Marilyn Monroe and Princess mm-hmm. Diana. Is that where you mm-hmm. sort of go to? Or are you always looking for a new thing? Or help me understand. Uh-
1: yeah, I mean, I have a, just a stack because I'm, su- I'm you know, kind of an old Hollywood guru. I love old Hollywood. So I have just a, from Greta Garbo to Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe. I have tons of books, like coffee table books. So there's certain pictures, the lines of certain clothing, certain photographs really, really inspire me. And it's good for me to refresh and see them. Because then if I'm shopping, then I go like, oh, that sleeve reminds me of X, Y, Z, or that neckline reminds me of, oops, I hit my mic, of, you know, that one dress. Mm -hmm. Um, (sighs) Television. I'm, I am watching Downton Abbey again with Ami
0: Lee. That's a heavy one to watch again.
1: uh, Well, it's been a few years. Heavy the first time. So she's 12. So I'm, you know, for appropriateness, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm queuing. Queuing it up here and there. But Lady Mary's, you know, that that's filmed like right as, you know, they don't mention Chanel in the show, but it's like the same time period where Chanel had tossed the corset aside and the drop waist look, uh, more masculine look and the the short flapper haircut. Yeah. You know. Um, dang it. <laughs> it's just it's so inspiring to me. I had like the vapors last night watching. This. <laughs> she came around the corner in an in an outfit, and Ami Lee, bless her heart, she's the same way. She's like, oh my
0: gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's exciting. And I, summer fashion, like yay, yeah. But I'm I'm dirty. Yeah, I'm working like working most of the summer. So it's fall. And it's, you can ask mm-hmm. Joel because he's that poor guys he had plenty of like. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited for fall fashion conversations. But <laughs> bless them. Um, I'll start watching like old fashion shows again, mm-hmm. even if they're not like current. Mm-hmm. I'll watch the old ones. You can watch them at like uh, Ralph Lauren dot com and Chanel dot com, and um, just like keeping that inspiration yeah. going. Yes, but yeah, Lady Mary is really inspiring. She's me right also now. a lady, and she's not out milking short. a cow.
0: I think it's the short hair. <laughs> Yes. Well, your short hair, it inspired me to want to cut my hair short. My hairdresser's like, no, we're not going to do that.
1: (laughs) I'm like panicking Mm -hmm. because things are kind of getting hairy here, too. I don't like, okay, it can't grow. Like, I don't even want it a half inch longer than it is now. I love it.
0: It's beautiful. I
1: freaking
0: love it. It's so perfect for
1: you. It's like I used um, Catriona Baffle's Mm -hmm. photograph, who's Claire on Outlander. And I used her photograph because I feel like her, uh, it just works with my face. But Louisa Durrell from the Durrells in Corfu was a huge inspiration as well. And hers is super short. Yeah. And she will be uh, a big source of inspiration for any fashion decisions I make for fall. Yeah. Uh, I did order a blouse from England off of Etsy. Was called a secretary blouse. It was oh, yes. just vintage yes. and cheap. It was like $15. And it is so Louisa Durrell. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Just fabulous darts in the back, like a slight peplum, like that real 1940s. Mm-hmm. I'm really like loving the 40s, mm. late 30s, early 40s. It's just a sublime mix of femininity and masculine tailoring. It is, yeah. And that structure of the masculine tailoring, like, oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, okay,
0: see, I, okay. I'm no, I'm, I'm, pro- I'm processing because I mean, when I, you're
1: doing an ant, I am, like, I'm, you're quiet, I'm really, I'm really thinking. thinking, you can see the smoke coming see, out of your ears. Here's the
0: problem. I'm so, okay. you guys, this, I, I give it to peer pressure all the time. I am like the easiestly <laughs> influenced person on certain <laughs> things ever. <laughs> So when you cut your hair short, I was like, you know what? My hair sucks right now. I would like that looks peppy and fresh and beautiful. And so Louisa Durrell, like to a T. I mean, that is you have her hairstyle and it's mm-hmm. perfect. But then I would watch these YouTubers who would sort of do that 40s era, but it was more like victory rolls, you know, and like yeah. real proper w- uh, wave. What's that called?
1: The finger waves, finger wave. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, dressing a certain way. And so I tried it for a day and I was just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Stop it.
1: <laughs> you didn't show me that.
0: <laughs> no, that didn't need to be documented. I was like, I looked at myself at the and I'm like, what, how did this morning start? And you thought, yes, all this is a good idea together. I'm going to do finger yeah, waves yeah. and then go milk the cow. It was just, it was not quite right. And, and I've having to come to terms with the fact that I'm just not socially going to be able to dress like Claire. Like it's just the corset and the petticoats and the little hip pads. Like I want to, but it's not going to happen.
1: Oh, I'm not, I'm not waving that white flag. Oh, I am. Heck no. I am. This is, this
0: dress is, I bought a petticoat, which goes underneath. So it shows out the bottom. It's got this little lace fringe. So it's like, Mm -hmm. there's a foot in that world. But I'm talking about like Uh,
1: full on, full
0: on, like we talked about before. That's probably going to be
1: happening. What is that thing? It's not called a bustle. That's more Civil War, 1800s. Like the hip pillow
0: thing? The hip thing. I don't know what that's called, but dang, it makes their bottoms look good. Like, Come on, the little corset to tighten that waist, and then the little padding on the hips and the butt to just add some junk in the trunk. And it's like they understood a woman's shape and silhouette, and they just faked it. They just faked it. It was all just smoke and mirrors, baby. I don't know, plastic surgery well, there. that's,
1: yeah. But it was see, great. we're smoke and mirrors. We're all smoke and mirrors. But ours is like to take away, theirs was to add. Wow. That's they, okay. they get it. They understand. So at least when you stripped down, you still looked good. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take your spanks off, somebody gets slingshotted in the eyeball. <laughs> I mean, it's like, please don't come in while I'm taking my spanks off yes. or putting oh my them gosh. on. God forbid. No. I have this rule with Joel. No, I have these pantyhose. Right. OK. You know, I like yes. my Kate Middleton pantyhose. Yes. When the when duty calls. The rule is, you are not in the vicinity when I am sausaging myself <laughs> in too tight. No, or my spanx or pantyhose. No, you will never want to sleep Stockings. with me again if you
0: see me get into a pair of spanx. No, ever. It's not good. It's grotesque.
1: But <laughs> I think it's like much more feminine to put on a big booty pad, a big hip pad, and make it look like you have more. Mm-hmm. Than to sausage case yourself into something and then well, it depends. I think it depends on feeling amorous, being completely mortified because, yeah, yeah, it
0: can all just get a little bit much,
1: (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's like Bridget Jones with her granny panties, yeah,
0: just a little bit much.
1: (laughs) Mommy, Mm -hmm. I love that movie so much. Now, I'm going to be laughing about that scene all day, yeah, you know, it's Mm -hmm. funny
0: because I even got to this place and I think part of it is just growing up and um and I'm not saying I'm not gonna ever color my hair again but it all just felt a bit much Hmm. you know where it was just like what's really there and can we just play with that and take what we've got and rock it within a certain realm obviously like we've talked about like we still shave our armpits Mm -hmm. you know I still like wear mascara right put some under eye concealer on so there's still smoke and mirrors going on cuz this is not naturally mm-hmm. even what my face totally looks like right right and I, there's not really a line there that's like hey this is acceptable this isn't acceptable like makeup's fine spending an hour and a half contouring you know that's too much it's like there that's right. for each individual to decide really ultimately right um but yeah it's um It's kind of interesting to find that line in your own makeup, fashion, hair. Like, how can I push this? How can I push this? Or do I want to push it? Or do I want to step back? Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely in the mood to push certain things right now. I don't know if I'll bring out the booty pad yet. (laughs) But in our time off, I am going to go through all of my clothes and I was telling Angela this yesterday and she laughed at me because she doesn't realize not all of us can be as cool as her naturally but oh brother I found some outfits that I really like like you said I found them on the internet because I don't have any fashion coffee table books I should get some finding lines of outfits I like printing them out literally cutting them out like a middle schooler And creating a little collage on the side of my dresser where it's like, hey, if you need help getting dressed, like let's maybe stick within these bounds. Like you like this. Don't second guess yourself. This is what Mm -hmm. when you are able to take a step back and look at it. This is what you like. So just do that. And don't no need to reinvent the wheel, Shay. Just
1: keep. I think that's really good, though, because we do that. We do that with food. We keep our cookbooks around. Hey, remember these are the kind of recipes you really like. Mm-hmm. This is the vibe you like to create in your kitchen. We do that in our homes. Mm-hmm. We keep our favorite magazines yeah. in the loo on the coffee table like we we do it to stay inspired. And it is e- it is easy with our personal appearance to just slack. Yeah. Uh or just drift off course and forget just like music, like, oh, man, why haven't mm-hmm. I listened to this song in so mm-hmm. long? It moves me. That's what fashion does for me. It moves mm-hmm. me. It, And so it is easy to starve yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So why not keep it taped on the doorframe mm-hmm. of your closet? That's just something a 12-year-old
0: would do, but I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. With a used gum collection? Yeah, I'm just going to do yeah. it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway because... Some people are better at it and I am not
1: the best at it. So there's that. My closet door was floor to ceiling perfume ads in high school. Mm. That's funny. Floor to ceiling. And the walls were 75 Marilyn Monroe posters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just had a flashback Uh of my closet door. Uh Mine were Hanson posters. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't like them. I did. I did get in trouble, though, because I did like the naked Calvin Klein one. They did like a really nudie tootie one in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was just being naughty. <laughs> I put that on my wall. My parents were like, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> see that naked man on your wall? He's going to come down. now." <laughs> it was perfume like a ads or something like so that. So like Trapeze artists, naked people. I'm no. like,
0: you're in trouble now. Whenever I see a perfume <laughs> ad, I'm like, yeah, way to swing that porn industry. Well played. <laughs> right? I like the well-placed perfume bottle, but that's about all you got going for you. Also, what does this have to do with the scent? <laughs> Nothing. You've just given me a naked man or a woman. It's true. When we went, we had this 12-hour layover in the Heathrow Airport when we were going to Italy. And Heathrow is a massive airport. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like... Three story, maybe not three, two store, at least two story perfume ads on these. Oh, yeah. Massive billboards all around the airport and like not appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) And not only were they like life size, it was like they were the they were the size of a house. (laughs) Just in case you wanted to count his nipple hairs. You could if you wanted to. Or his oh, abs. Gosh. How many abs does he have? <laughs> I see at least six. <laughs> oh, it was very
1: uncomfortable.
0: Hmm. What an experience.
1: What an experience. All our European friends are like, oh, I know. Puritanical I know. Americans.
0: You crazy Americans.
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay, we also talked a lot about uh, the gardens. In season two. So I have a fun little update on that. Do you remember how we talked about sometime in my dream world? There's going to be an herb garden.
1: Girl, Mm -hmm. I'm making one
0: right now. Okay. Right now.
1: And by you, Stuart. Stuart. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Tell me about this. uh, This herb garden. Um, symmetrical, like, like I did random, Symmetrical, romantic, fussy, symmetrical. What yeah. Are we doing? So Stu got me this book
0: years ago called English Herb Gardens. It's this mm-hmm. small little coffee table book. And I had gone through years ago and marked it with the gardens that I like. So we've, we chose a fairly, um, flat piece of property and we fenced it in. It's just a square, perfect square. Uh, with that split rail fencing, cedar fencing that they sell at Lowe's. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the really rough cedar mm-hmm. posts with the post that goes in anyway. yep. So we did that and I'm looking at this square space and you know me, I'm I'm typically kind of like a wavy lined, random, a little bit more organic sort of structured person. But mm-hmm. um, I went back to my herb book to see what I had marked that I liked. And all of the beds that I had chosen were symmetrical. So I thought, okay, you don't have anything like this. What if we did something symmetrical? And we were working around a couple fruit trees that are already there. And I brought my like straight up Beatrix Potter, or brought my little bunnies in in their bunny cage so that they get to live in the herb garden and they're so cute. I Aww. love rabbits. Um anyway, and so we ended up doing kind of, actually a lot like your symmetrical part of your garden, the keyhole design. Mm-hmm. So I'm mimicking one of the gardens in this book and it's got the round it's got a little round garden in the middle. The one in the book is filled with lavender. Um so like a circle of lavender basically and then it has four beds in the corners essentially. Cool. So there's a path around the circle to walk mm-hmm. around and then there's a little bit of a sort of a keyhole space to go into each bed. So anyway, it's it's just it didn't require any deconstruction or demolition. And so it was a good project to actually chew off. Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be great. Yeah.
0: It's going to be exciting. And now I want to become an herbalist.
1: Oh my gosh. I tell you what, all the, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fall. It's all the herby It's not fall. The herby vibes. Well, I'm saying I, okay. It's not fall. You said the F word. I did. I would smack somebody if they said that to me. <laughs> it is midsummer, but it was like in the mid 60s last week. That's so we crazy. had the fall vibes. And now it's going to be 86 yeah. again, but it just dipped down and it. A little breath. Kind of give you that taste. And
0: yeah. Didn't you say you were picking Tansy the other day on the side there? Mm-hmm. there? Isn't Tansy toxic? Yeah, but
1: I just picked it because it was pretty. Do you just dry it? Yeah. Mm it was just so it's just so pretty. Yeah. It's got so much structure. I can't stand it. It's mm-hmm. just, gosh, mm-hmm. I just. Yeah. It was growing by somebody's mailbox. And I'm like, hmm.
0: Whoops. What if they planted it there? You thief? Nah. I, it's I, a federal offense. I picked offense. it way back
1: more closer <laughs> to the forest.
0: <laughs> That's neat. Um, Yeah. In planting this herb garden, it really has got me thinking because I don't want it to be a flower garden. I've got flower gardens. Mm -hmm. I really want this to be like Mm -hmm. a secret garden, earthy, creeping time, little pockets and bins and pots of stuff. Like I want it to feel like a unique, special little space. And
1: so I am I should scoop up some of my wild time and send it to you. Yes. Because it's so pretty. I gave you a shallot break. It'll just it'll just go. Yes, please do. I'll do that. Okay. That would be great,
0: but yeah, it's Mm -hmm. got me thinking about, oh, I mean, okay, let's say your herb garden is going to go in after your greenhouse goes in. What are you going to plant in it? Like what, what are the top ones on your list that you're like, I need this in my life?
1: Yikes. I mean, I have it, I have one now. It's just not, or it's not, it's just a bed. It's not a, um, It doesn't have any design Mm -hmm. to it, which is annoying. Uh, Something I had last year and I had it in pots and I didn't bring it in. I did. I should have either put it in the ground or bring it in. But I had a variegated sage that made me so happy. And I was pretty ticked to have lost it. It It's just purple and green and like this really creamy white. Absolutely beautiful. But there's things like I want to be much better at, like, summer savory and mm-hmm. tarragon mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. there's those kind of things that so even if i they they won't overwinter here mm-hmm. i want to either start them from seed like i want to grow them on mass like mm-hmm. right now i just have like a couple little plants and they always just look meh. Mm-hmm. like there's not enough impact i yeah. want like piles yeah. of herbs because that's what i really like my herb garden that i have right now the part the side of it that i like you cannot see the ground it's just thick. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you're that's going for. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the movie Practical Magic? Ooh. Um, with Sandra no. Bullock and Nicole Kidman. I know which one it is. I Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm.
0: This was like one of my staple movies growing up. I love it. Okay. She talks about I just I don't know why I remember this. I guess I just watched it so many times. This was before the days of Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. You only got to choose between twelve mm-hmm. movies your whole life. Um, but she talks about you always. It was tradition for them to grow rosemary by the garden gate for good luck. Like that's just what you did, mm-hmm. and I have this image in my mind of like fifteen rosemary plants. Because we do have a variety that is hardy to our zone. You have to be gentle with it in the winter and really mulch it. Maybe even put some frost paper over it. got to love it a little bit, but it'll survive. Mm-hmm. And so we have these actual proper like rosemary plants now. And I picture that. the shag- Rosemary drives me wild. The shape of it. The color of it. I just can't
1: imagine where living where you can just have piles of it where it grows like a cypress, you know? Yeah. It so was beautiful. like that in
0: Alabama. That's what people, like we, people edge here with like juniper or bay. They would, they would do it mm-hmm. with rosemary. That was their hedge that they would grow around mm. like strip malls, just rosemary. <laughs> it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. Um, so I find myself coming back to a few staples, but there are a few things I want to plant that I don't have right now. Like I would really love to plant St. John's wort which is a perennial. I just haven't made room for it in my beds. And I'm like a few things like that. So keeping it simple, but like you said, I want impact and piles. And maybe you just have one bed just of time, but it's all these different varieties of time, you know, or sage would be another one. Oh
1: my gosh. (laughs) There Prince Charles at Highgrove has a time path. You should Google it. Mm. Uh, it's okay. more formal. He has like clipped, yeah, clipped you. Yeah. So it's the, the big bushes are very structured, but then the path is just random and it's just creeping and growing everywhere. And when it's in bloom, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. He has, a, I don't know, like a lot of different, I don't remember if it's like 23 or 13 different varieties. Mm-hmm. You should Google the photograph. I think you'd, you'd like Well, it. that's interesting. Cause we have, yeah. St. These- John's wort. I have.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say we have these dirt paths, right? That go around the circle Mm -hmm. and we were going to just plant them in grass so that we could mow it easy. But how cool would it be? Although I'd have Mm -hmm. to be way more patient. It would be to fill all that with time, like a creeping time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have huge portions of my garden that are just time. They're not grass. And when I was thinking about doing gravel, I thought, well, then I would lose that. Like, what am I going to do? Just kind of gravel around it. And I think I've I've resigned myself that the front is just going to stay grass and keep the gravel up closer to the house. And then we're going to do gardens in the back next year. But yeah, it's I love it. It's just Mm -hmm. right now it's blooming and. Joel went to mow the other day. He's like, can I mow this? I'm like, no, no, no. Don't mow it. Go around. Raise the blade. Do something. Don't mow the time. <laughs> At least he knew that. I have a few um, herbal. Yeah. Like herb based cookbooks. Yeah. And I want to go through the recipes and just because that jogs your memory. Cause I do. I've winter savory, summer savory. You forget St. John's wort, you mm-hmm. know, I like to have my memory mm-hmm. jogged. Yeah. Cause I, when it, when you sit down to order your seeds, like mm-hmm. you get so excited, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like easy yeah, to I'll... forget things like shallots, yeah. you know. So
0: I got a fly coming in. A me. fly, it's driving um, me nuts. Sorrel it's... is another one. Sorrel's yes. a perennial here. See, and I don't have is it. it. There's nothing to replace it with, really, in terms of in recipes because it's a really right. distinct taste. Um, mm-hmm. That would be a perfect one to have in the herb garden
1: I get some um, at a farmer up here it's so beautiful Mm,
0: yes it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. so so beautiful it's gonna be fun I think what I'm gonna try to do is get a bunch of herbs ordered for the fall planting to space out the financial (laughs) hit of it because I know I'll be doing a spring order for something so I like well maybe if I Mm -hmm. do this in the fall then it won't be so offensive
1: I don't know (laughs) Um, Spacing things out to avoid the financial hit is my new modus operandi. <laughs> no, that's that's what I do. Like for example, ball jars. Yeah. Instead of like, I need three hundred ball jars. Where did they all go? How do you lose a hundred ball jars? I just get a pack every time yeah. I send Joel. Oh, get a, every time I send Joel to the store, or I go to the store. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Because eight ninety nine is more palatable than eight hundred ninety nine. Right. So true.
0: <laughs> really is oh that's kind of what i'm gonna work on today i've got some strawberries that i froze that i need to make into jam i've got some mm-hmm. tomatoes that i need to make into it do you make a tomato jam
1: uh i do a yellow pear like the pear t- okay yeah, cinnamon onion clove. that mm-hmm. kind of a thing okay like a chutney almost it's kind of like
0: a chutney which yeah. is funny it I love it's got that onion tomato spicy thing it's like ketchup meat like way grown up in my mind that's Mm kind of how I think of it Mm -hmm. and we eat it on my kids potatoes it it gives you that like diner greasy flair to a meal even though it's just a chutney like it's not there's nothing greasy in it right but Mm -hmm. it gives you that like oh we're this is a treat like onion tomato (laughs) yummy um, that's one of our cooking community recipes this month. So awesome. I'm going to go do that today. And it's only supposed to be 87 today, I believe. Okay. So that means we're going to be shoveling dirt into the herb garden. We're going to try to knock this out, get it all edged in wow. rock and set it aside and, you know, let it be.
1: You just started the other well, day. It was, that's what I mean. Good it grief. wasn't an easy
0: project. You know, we just had to move okay. the ducks. Put up the little fence and lay out some weed tarp, get some dirt. Like, it, it wasn't a complicated thing, which was a good reminder. Like, you know, sometimes you build these things up in your head and they're actually not that big of a
1: deal. <laughs> just take it down mm-hmm. and notch their Sparky. So true. You're going to be fine. Joel just finished um, electric fencing the pasture. So the cow mm. and young sir are very happy and I am going to finish harvesting the lavender because I Beautiful. Have piles more. I think I missed some of it. It's like lost its color, yeah. but I'm saving all that for fire starters.
0: Mm, that's a good I idea. I can't wait to show
1: you what I'm doing for fire starters for winter. Oh, that's so, so fun.
0: You always have the mm-hmm. best
1: ideas. You
0: do. I love <laughs> thank it. You. Why, thank you. you are so inspiring. I'm going to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> In 20 years, I'll well, be just like you.
1: Shut up. <laughs> I am not twenty years older than Shay. On that note, ladies,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's wrap this be up. Let's do. It was a great second season. It was. I'm really excited for next season. Yes, we're going to take a couple week break because we need it and we deserve it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dang it, anyway.
0: <laughs> no, we got we got and, a really sweet message the other day uh, from Oglesby Ahana, and she was saying, like, please take as long as you need because you can't burn out and quit or I'll die. <laughs> it was very right? sweet. <laughs> That's great. Take all the time you need. Um, while we are away, you can follow us over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast, and maybe that will give me time to catch up on all the episodes that I totally missed posting about in season two so you're welcome for being so behind (laughs) and she's on it i'm amazing um and then do show some love to our sponsor jovialfoods.com and if any of these episodes that we've done either in season one or season two resonated with you there's something you enjoyed do share it with somebody else um season two was amazingly successful even over season one and we want to keep that momentum going into season three that's what helps us to keep going as a podcast so please do share what you love with those that you love and we would love to see them in season three as a listener
1: um what else is that it I think that's it. If you need coupon codes, head over to the website, homemakershikpodcast.com. That's where all your discount codes are for the advertisers. Thank you to our advertisers, Dry Farm Wines, Jovial Foods, American Blossom Linens, Toops & Co., 956 Mm -hmm. Studio. Thank you so much for being a part of season two. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Cheers. Cheers.